0: and welcome along to another episode of the Glow West podcast, where we talk about the wonderful world of sex, sexuality, and all the weird things we do with our bodies, mostly in the name of pleasure. So we talk about sex in really kind of fun, silly terms, because sex is fun and silly. Porn's very serious, but it's nice to have a bit of a laugh in your real-time sex, because something will probably go wrong, and a body will make a wonderful noise that you didn't want it to. So all those fun things, let's talk about it, and let's not have any stigma or shame around sex. It's just something fun to do. So as some of you might have seen I was on TV recently talking about the wonderful world of swinging which is a lot more common than people think and no it doesn't have to involve pineapples if you don't want it to. We'll come to that in a minute. Um, so joining me to talk with this is returning guest. I'm joined by Hannah Davis who's a sex educator based in the UK. She was previously on an episode talking about her clit piercing. Hannah how's your clit doing these days?
1: my clip's doing pretty good Um, (laughs) I've not heard any injuries to it (laughs) fabulous Um, I I do like to make sure people check on it regularly um, and Regularly, they have checked on it. Nice,
0: nice. Regular maintenance is always good. Um, So, (laughs) as well as having a very shiny clip piercing, Hannah is also a very loud and proud swinger and has had some Twitter fame about her spreadsheet of sexual conquests, which I'm very excited about as a nerd. So, that kind of, we'll get to talking about that in a minute. But, Hannah, talk to us about swinging. You, You are a proud swinger do you have lots of t-shirts with pineapples on them or do you have pampas grass outside your house um
1: I have a a thing that sits on my door you know one of the little uh signs that says please come in or uh, fuck off or something um I don't actually have a huge amount I worked with an app um I got a bit of merch from there so I have a few little pineapple themed things. Nice. um but in terms of the actual swinging world I'm pretty I mean I've only been doing this since october okay i'm pretty pretty new to it all still
0: yeah you're in your first year so that's kind of interesting well well rewind us back then of what got you into it why why did you think this was something that you wanted to explore
1: um i mean i've always been a big fan of group sex um like i nearly lost my virginity in a threesome so from literally like day one it was two or more um and then we've got a swingers club up here in Newcastle where I live or have lived for four years in September. And I was really, really curious about it for ages. But I i mean, I'm a very confident woman. It's not hard to tell that. But I felt a little bit shy going for the first time by myself. And it can be very difficult to make friends with swingers when you're not even, you don't even know where to start. You know, how do you say to couples... Do you actually go and fuck other people? Yeah, it's probably not considered
0: a polite conversation in society, especially if like they might be like really strictly
1: religious or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and sort of now that I've gotten involved and sort of learned more about like swingers websites and the apps and all things like that, I'm like actually, once you take those sort of first baby steps, it's easy.
0: Okay, so baby steps would be maybe setting up a profile on an app and explaining what you're into, and then, well, how do you know? How do you find those people? Like, what are your what are the things you look for if you're trying to hook up with someone from a, an app?
1: Um, I mainly look to see. So some apps will let you. It sounds a little bit weird, like verify slash review people. Yeah, well, so I, I kind of have a look that to being a see. Positive. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and also like you know when you get feedback and you're reading through it, and like. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I did do that. <laughs> Thank you all very much. Uh, lots of mine are about me giving a really good head in uh, gangbangs gangbangs. Nice. Nice, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And sort of looking <laughs> at things like that where you're like, right, do, are these people new as well? Uh, or the way they approach you, you know, have they seen, they've gone, oh, you're new. Let us show you the ropes in a way that's almost um, possessive and sort of trying to like, there's, I think it happens within kink as well sort of trying to go straight for the newbies to be like right you're ours and sort of teaching the wrong way mm. or you get ones who go oh well actually you know we've been swinging for however long we're just trying to meet new people maybe we'll go for like a social first and then go for something more if the vibe is there or if they're just sort of talking about not just being a little bit like you know how like straight men are on apps where they're like get your titties out right now yeah the opening line is send nudes and you're like do i even get a hello first yeah and um, sort of looking out for things like that i mean lots of the swingers are really nice um they're very normal very friendly people so if they like the look of you they'll be like oh come join fair
0: enough i mean well that's yeah you want people to be nice so that's it yeah so do you go then to the club so talk to talk us through the club like is it does it look like a, a, a sauna or something? Or is it like a, a bed warehouse? Or is, is everything like waterproof? Is it at least wipeable clean? <laughs> there's a lot of body fluids
1: going on. Hubs vary. Um so I've been to three now. The my local one. My local. Um, <laughs> my regular is kind of like a house party vibe, I guess. Okay. There's lots of rooms, like there's the gangbang room, which has got two beds the beds tend to be like PE mats you know those ones yeah. that are about two three inches thick and they can be like a bit soft but also quite firm yeah which is you know great because you can anti back those straight away and if you get lube whatever it all cleans off but if you've got in the jacuzzi and then you go straight on the bed other treatment people try and move me and I'm like I'm stuck you, <laughs> you cannot well, you're getting the- stuck to the beds like my back will just like sweat and vacuum onto it and they're like oh Aww. let me shuffle you forwards I'm like let me shuffle myself forward.
0: oh no is that like oh, yeah. it like on a hot summer's day and you sit on one of those black leather couches and then when you get up you leave like a layer of skin on it because you're yeah. just stuck oh my
1: god ow. but if you go on the towel then you're just going to slide right off so it's, it's a difficult game
0: yeah and you can look at yeah. like carpet burn from a towel as well if you're on your knees on it so yeah exactly you know if there's um, more movement I went
1: to I went to one in uh, Blackpool. I think it's called Infusion, and um, it like you walk in, and then there's just a swimming pool right in the middle of it, and then all the rooms are on the floor above. So it all sort of okay. like the swimming pool is the central area, right? Whereas my one, you sort of walk in, and then there's the bar, and then downstairs is where lots of the rooms are. Okay. Or the one in Leeds that the whole first area is just bar in bar really (laughs) a big bar and then you go upstairs and then there's that one was in like a I I guess a kind of warehouse so that had more rooms upstairs and then downstairs was like the pool and bar area right so it kind of varies club to club okay you get that sort of general you'll go in there will be a bar there'll be changing rooms there'll be lockers things like that where you can like freshen up change put your stuff because lots of club have rules that you like you can't be fully clothed after like 10 p.m Right, okay, so
0: that's, like, do what, do they just, like, ring a bell or something and be
1: like, close off? I'll be honest, by that point, I'm already fucking, so.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, that's one way to deal with the issue, so yeah.
1: <laughs> my The host at my club, she's an absolutely wonderful woman, she's called Dora, she is just phenomenal. Um, And she's like, oh, you're my little party starter because you just come straight in and get straight on with it. And I'm like, you are absolutely correct, I... I'm not. I don't really like the bar bit at the start. That's not really my vibe. I didn't yeah. go there for a chat. I went there to fuck people. So I'm going to go fuck people. I mean, fair enough.
0: Yeah, direct to the point <laughs> there. Okay, wait. A very important question though. You mentioned jacuzzis. Can you have sex in the jacuzzi? Because I'd worry about the grossness of that.
1: No. Um. You. They do allow a little bit of heavy petting. Okay. Um. But it tends to be try and avoid bodily fluids where possible yeah like you just I mean you know yeah and like it can't be helped because like I've got good tits and I'll stand up in the jacuzzi to like bend over to get my drink and all the men are like whoa um you know like and also like I might have gone in there having just been having sex so there's a bit of lube things like that yeah
0: yeah, I mean they
1: do provide showers so you are supposed to shower beforehand but like things happen (laughs) yeah yeah humans are messy literally and emotionally yeah. (laughs) yeah and the pools tend not to be too cleany okay um so still absolutely like safe and clean to go in but not like when you go to like a public pool and it stings your eyes kind of business uh
0: yeah actually there's probably more body fluids in a regular pool actually yeah and every time your eyes sting in a regular pool that's like <laughs> pee and stuff in the chlorine yeah. so oh, yeah. yeah Oh, humans are just yeah gross <laughs> in many ways um but and you mentioned clothes there so like what do you wear obviously you're not wearing much for most of the night <laughs> if, you're, if you're straight in but is it like like saturday night on the town kind of outfit or is it um you know more
1: like kink wear or something again it depends on the club and also on the night so there's a lot who have rules that not like you have to be in like formal wear or anything um but you have to be you can't have like uh like work wear or joggers or things like that i mean you can change into them at the end of the night but walking in you kind of have to be like a little bit dressed up
0: yeah yeah. um
1: but like I tend to go on a Thursday so Thursdays are our gangbang night greedy girl (laughs) gangbang um and so the dress code tends to be a little bit more relaxed right but if there was an event I would probably I would either dress up beforehand or bring clothes to maybe change into like I went to one the one in Leeds um and I sort of went in just like in a dress and then got changed into my like rainbow fishnet skirt and underwear
0: okay okay so i mean that makes for easy removal when the time comes so absolutely much, yeah. all right and then how <laughs> how did the logistics work then so so say you said greedy girl gangbang night is it like um obviously it's probably more single girls is it or is it the partners of other people
1: or does it make a difference um, so gangbang nights And uh, and I say this is a very general rule. Obviously, again, it does vary club to club. Tend to have, uh, allow more single guys in. So lots of nights will have like couples and single women um, or sort of a mix of both. But gangbang nights tend to allow more single men. For for (laughs) yeah, obvious reasons, Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like a couple doesn't necessarily have to be people who are in a relationship together. Yeah. Like I know people who have gone as two friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can be, even though they're not in a couple, they're still single, like free reign, if you will. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just whoever. Okay. Really? <laughs>
0: just, yeah. <laughs> so, how does it work? How do you signal to someone that you're interested? Is it just, just point and beckon, or how does. Yeah. What, yeah. Is, <laughs> what are the physical aspects of that?
1: Do you want to join in? Yeah, right. That's about <laughs> how <does> it, really. <laughs> like i think because i'm like my first night there i was a bit like oh my goodness like people are gonna see me have sex which i was like i knew going to a swingers club people were gonna watch me that's kind of the point but then i was there and i was like wow i'm literally getting railed next to my like bestie we're holding hands and there's like people fucking us and people watching us fuck and then people outside the room watching all of us fuck it's like wow um But then after that, I—I mean, my second night there, I uh, I had sex with 14 people, which I sort of said to people, they're like, "Oh my god, have you been here long?" And I was like, "Oh no, this is actually my second night," and they were like, "What do you mean?" (laughs) Um, I mean, I was sat in a jacuzzi with like four men, and I went, "All right, should we go get a room then?" And (laughs) I was fucking some people on a sex swing, which, by the way, if you've not tried, phenomenal piece of kit they are the comfiest things to fuck on. Just like the the lumbar support, the access, it, it was great. Oh. Um And I sort of was looking at the commotion in the rest of the room who are now all watching me get around by like five men. And I saw one guy who had a pretty size old, old cock, so I was like, you, come here. And he's like, and I was like, I looked at him and I was like, I want you to fuck me. Everyone was like, what did she say? And he was like, excuse me and I was like did I stutter I want you to fuck me and he was like don't have to ask me twice <laughs> <So> oh <God. laughs> I'm pretty yeah and like I've sort of been in other nights where if there's a couple who come in a room I'll be very much like oh I what obviously depending on where I am in the uh gangbang <laughs> like yeah. you know if I'm surrounded by five men sometimes I actually can't take the cock out my mouth to go oh would you like to join in that is a but sentence not-
0: you don't hear every day.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, can I just I'm say as Sorry, face. there's
0: a slight noise in the background. And I realize it actually just sounds like fapping, but it's you bouncing your laptop off your knees because you're so oh, excited <laughs> when you're talking. You're so animated, I know people can't see, but like Hannah's just like bouncing around and waving her arms and smiling and like You're so animated and just joyful. Like, it's actually, you know, that's what we were saying. It was really nice, like, to have a fun conversation about this that isn't sleazy and, like, ah, saucy swingers and, you know, like like Sunday tabloid kind of thing. Like, I see your face and it's just, like, so happy that (laughs) you're making your laptop sound like fapping noises which can we clarify there is no fapping going on right now um but that joy like you're talking about oh yeah I'm fucking like 14 guys and stuff like talk to us about that joy because I can so see it on your face now and I want the
1: listeners to understand that you know what? like I love when I say a story to someone and they just sit there for like 30 seconds in silence like how would you how how does that even work and when I sat there and I said to my friend, I mean, I had a strong drink before I went because I was going by myself and I was like, we're going to be a big girl because if I don't go soon, I'll never go again and I'll get too nervous and then I'll just never have sex again and I'll die. So I was like, right, we'll have a big, strong drink. We're going to go. Um, And my friends were all like, oh, you know, good luck. Have fun. And then me putting on my private story being like, I just fucked 14 people and everyone was like, Literally, one of my friends messaged me and was like, We're going for breakfast. Yeah. everything. There's a lot
0: of brunch invites coming your way after oh, yeah. that.
1: I mean, I was glowing the next day. <laughs> like, the just the oxytocin. Any one of those people could have asked me to marry them and I'd have said yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, and it's just like, it's, I don't consider sex to be performative by any means. But the fact that I can do something like that, and there's fucking witnesses as well, like other people go, yeah I saw her fuck like 10 people one time and I'm like I did do that I was there for that actually I did <laughs> yeah. that and it's just like the and like when someone walks into a room and I'm doing something with like a bunch of other people and they go I could just sit here and watch that all day I could paint that as a picture I could just like I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just the so beauty great.
0: in a gangbang
1: yeah exactly <sighs> and I'm just like but not even when it's just like one gender with other genders it's like when I've been I mean, I had a threesome with two women on my birthday and that was fucking phenomenal. We made all the men stand outside because we were like, well, if we're going to play with each other, you have to play with each other. Otherwise, we're going to do it in the little room and you can look through the window. And they were like, "Oh, I'm not touching a penis. We're like, all right, we'll stand outside then. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, just, I mean, there must have been about eight men all just sat there like, oh, come on, you can do it on the bed in the main room. It's like, but we could not as well. Yeah. And definitely. just like the there's something so satisfying about doing something so like just you know those little like skills you keep in your little sex book like the other day i um i was having a threesome actually and as you do uh some someone taught me this i put the condom on with my mouth and obviously he can't see because girls sat on his face and but she watched me do it and she was like you gotta teach me how to do that and i was like It takes this like like sex is such a private thing sometimes and sometimes I enjoy that and I think it's important for intimacy to have those private moments but it's just like when you can do things and other people get to share the joy that you're having and like other people are like getting off and watching you you know fuck all these people or coming or just they just sit there and they go how the fuck do you do that and I'm like well we're not a top shagger for no reason <laughs> yeah officially <laughs> named top
0: shagger was it by the BBC. Uh, yeah, Top Chaga babies that's me. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> oh, I, you need a T-shirt with that on it. But so, like, you're talking about like the joy part of things there, and a lot of people just wouldn't get that so much, you know, because they'd be it's just. There's a lot of fear around something like having sex with a whole bunch of people with other people watching. But then, if you see gangbangs in porn, like they're all just very serious, and a lot of the time it's like coercion. It's like the girl is tricked into it, or she has to do it to pay her car bill or yeah. you know she hasn't got a taxi fare or so, you know and it's all this kind of sneaky trickery and she doesn't want to do it and then they're like oh well now that I've started I'd like it and like I always say like I'd love to see something where they're just enthusiastic like you know I don't know why it always has to be a coercion thing like why can't we just show the happy fun silly side of sex as well like you're talking all this and I'm like can you just record that and play it before every bit of porn (laughs) on this topic because like you're missing that and it's the emotional side of sex that's really important like the physical one you know it's kind of paint by numbers sometimes you can figure that out but like the emotional side like you got to know why you want to go swinging
1: I think like yeah I agree with you in porn it can be very like oh, she's having sex with one person and she turned away and now there's 10 men who have walked in the room and now she's fucking all of them. And she was just like, oh. Um, but it misses that like celebration of sluttiness, which I think is what I get from sex club. You know, like when I'm sat there and I'm letting people run train on me and I'm like, you know, I've kept one person sat on my face whilst five other have fucked me elsewhere. And people are like, that's great. That's wonderful. We loved seeing it. Do it again. And it's, you just don't get that with porn. Like even, well, my in the sex clubs, they do tend to play porn on like computer screens and that. And one of my favourite ones is a girl railing a whole American football team in the middle of a field. And I mean, she seemed to really enjoy it from what I saw, but you just, like there's it's not a, a fake act. When I'm fucking that many people, I cannot help but make the noise. That That's what it is. It's so different to what you see in porn where it's just like, and yeah, it's like, I think once you start having gangbangs in real life, you watch gangbang porn and you're like, but actually that position isn't the best way you could do that. And that's not very comfortable and none of you are wearing condoms and that is naughty so yes.
0: actually yeah that was gonna be a big one I was gonna ask like what's what's the sexual health situation like is there just a pile of used condoms by the side of the bed by the end of the night or do people use them or because the, the stereotype would be that STIs would be high but STIs are high across all sections of society so you know we, we all need to get tested
1: there's a, um, a, a, I guess an unspoken rule within swinging that you are on top of your sexual health that you sort of are getting tested regularly as you would expect with single people who are having regular partners. I mean you know things do happen as with any kind of sex it's not necessarily just because you're swinging it would just be because you're having multiple partners but then you know as I've as I've shown a hundred times before I've had more partners than most people I know and I've never had an STI and that's not as like a dig at people who get them it's as a you can have that much sex and do it safely um I mean uh, yeah don't get me wrong by the end of the night I have gotten myself a pile of condoms that's about the size of my leg um (laughs) this is like I mean just because I'm (laughs) fucking 10 people doesn't mean I'm just fucking them once so yeah and uh yeah we we have run out of condoms on occasion um lots of places do expect you to bring them yourself as well which is yeah again this, really good that's and, gonna be a
0: big cost for the venue to supply all those like and especially yeah. if they're not gonna be the right size for everyone
1: yeah um and some places will be like oh well it's gonna be a pound per condom and i'm like i will just bring my own and to be fair condom, with the amount Jesus. i go up, yeah with the amount i go through as well i'm like you know what? i don't really mind bringing my own That's on me. Um, And like, you know, we've got access to sexual health clinics here. So if I have to make a trip every day for a week, then that's what I'm going to do. It's, yeah. And also I'm very, very clear at the start of like all my sexual activities. I'm like, you're all wearing condoms. You're all using lube. And because I am the favourite centre of the gangbang, lots of the men will sort of stick up for me. Um, I'm not seeing it as much with women, but that's not, I wouldn't necessarily put it as a woman's job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I say men and women because I don't think I fucked anyone non-binary, or okay. I don't think I fucked anyone trans either. Not as a, a particular thing. I just yeah. Maybe they they were just like, wow, she's a, she's on a different level, and I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah.
0: yeah um. And but do, if you go into the sexual health clinic, like, do, do you find that they are kind of stigmatising or a bit judgmental about your extracurricular activities like are they kind (laughs) of you know is is there a bit of that old school shame knocking around
1: um I found not with the sexual health clinics because lots of them that do the like the DIY test so you don't actually declare your partner amount because I think they would probably have some things to say maybe they would maybe they wouldn't um but also if I was working in a sexual health clinic and someone said look, I engage in a lot of i and using condoms. I just want to get tested once a month. I'd be like, fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but sort of when I've been to the gynecologist and I said that I had multiple partners, they were very judgmental and they were like, well, how are you going to have pelvic problems and multiple partners? And I'm like, first of all, I'm bent. Second of all, I have to adjust the way I have sex in order to account for the pelvic problems. Like just because I've got these pelvic problems doesn't mean I can't do anal. Doesn't mean I can't get double penetrated. And also, I can have one cock in between my legs and three around my mouth. So it's very disrespectful of you to assume that I can have sex with pelvic problems and I can scissor. So
0: Absolutely. I'm just laughing at the logistics of it all. <laughs> like, I've got one here, okay, one over there, and that one's over there, and, like, yeah. Well, speaking of keeping track of logistics, you have spreadsheets <laughs> of your exploit, and you do a little end-of-year, it's like a Spotify-wrapped version of sex, basically. <laughs> so, what tell, tell us all about what that is, because it, it, it's just wild. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, so obviously Spotify Wrapped is the wrap-up of all your songs throughout the year. And I was like, well, what about Shagify Wrapped? And I talk about all the sex I had. I mean, as you can tell from the video, I uh, I had a pretty good year last year, actually. (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, like when we sort of talk about things like Hot Girls Summer and like Valentine's Day and like getting cuffed up and things like that, there is this sort of like, I don't know, almost like quantifying your partner number because of the season, and I'm like, well, the whole year we have we have quarters, we've got seasons, and the season is apparently all the time for me. So yeah, I was like, you know what, we'll do it as a bit of a laugh. I didn't expect 15 million people to see it. 15 um, million!
0: Oh my god! It's like more yeah. than
1: the population of Ireland and another small country put together. It was, um, it was a bit overwhelming at times because. I mean, the girls' gays and nays had my back throughout. They were like, oh, we love it. We love to see sexually liberated women. It was wonderful. Um, But along with that came lots of hate, lots of men being like, oh, this proves men will fuck anything. We already knew that. Um, I mean, some of the comments, I just, like, I just had to accept it on the chin. Someone commented, oh, Tracy Beaker's gone a bit wild in her old age. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) You know what? like yeah um and then another one that just like i read and i was just like why why is this the beef i put how many big dicks i'd seen and i class a big dick as anything over seven inches if you go from like uk average of five and a half so yeah, yeah seven and above was considered a big dick and i said that i'd seen 10 last year which i can confirm and so can my cervix i did <laughs> and someone was like there's no way you've seen that many big dicks it's like what 10 big dicks in a year. Yeah, they are. That was Schlong City last year. Oh. They were just like left, right and fucking centre. They were everywhere. <laughs> I was just sat there and I was like, I just, I don't even know how. And like the sort of idea that swingers are like, you know, old people who like don't have good sex life. I've seen cocks the size of my fucking arm. Christ their <laughs> life. I, yeah, it's uh yeah, It was some Like I remember, yeah, the first night I went, I was uh, bent over, getting fucked from behind and I was sucking off one guy here and his friend was like, oh, can you uh, suck me off? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I I was absolutely rat-ass when I first went. I went after pub golf, not drunk enough to not be able to consent. And also I felt like I needed to be a little bit drunk to go for the first time because I was a bit nervous um but i've only got about 10 gags of me before I chunder. so <laughs> anyway this guy goes oh can you suck me off and i'm like yeah sure and then what i'm presented with is just this like third arm and i'm like i have 0.5 seconds to prepare before i put this in my mouth oh, i mean it's nine and a half 10 inches it was huge we fucked for like an hour it was great um but yeah it was just yeah and like all these things like in november i had sex with like 30 people i did the majority of my fucking in november and december and i was like you know what i want to celebrate this i never get to like properly put people know that i have a lot of sex but i never get to properly show people how much sex i have and so i was like you know what powerpoint presentation
0: (laughs) it's one way to do it
1: but what else did you have
0: so you had size and then you had obviously probably um amount but like how well how do you keep track As do you, if you remember the Annabelle Chong gangbang porn from like oh jeez, is that like the nineties now? I don't know, a million years ago now. But um should be she was one of the first people to kind of do like the big numbers kind of thing. It's a it's a it's a book and a documentary, but there's loads of issues about did she really consent to the documentary? And oh, it's a whole big thing. Um, But she had, I think she was going for like a thousand or something and she got like 282, but she was counting some of them. If she held one, like a cock in her hand, that was counted as one. So it wasn't all just penetration. So people were like, she's cheating as if like penis and vagina is the only form of sex. But like, how did, did you distinguish between all the different types of sex that you had and
1: different ways like or what if they were all at the same time um i'm pretty good at keeping track when they're like actually inside me um also because you i mean this might just be my expert level of skill but i can differentiate between the sizes okay you know, <laughs> if i if i go from one that's like huge to one that's like maybe like medium or a bit below then i'm like oh okay well you know i can still feel it absolutely but if it was different i'm not actually like you know Get in my little like prayer book out i'm like wow <laughs> yeah just have a notebook you. and pen right next to you <laughs> go on down. um well i suppose you'd tell yeah. the difference in
0: like their thrust and stuff as well and rhythm and stuff yeah. like
1: that. and um lots of them will sort of like i mean i've got good puss anyway it's a blessing and a curse but they'll fuck me till they come and then let someone else have a go so i feel them like like let go of me yeah like yeah, my legs yeah. or you know suddenly the back of my legs goes from being really warm to being cold and then warm again yeah um Yeah, I think I considered for men, I did it by penetrative sex. Um, Women, obviously, that was a different matter. So for women, it was just any kind of like oral sex, I think it was. I mean, I don't do a whole lot of fingering. I don't think it's a lost art form or anything like that, but it's just not my jam. And because I've had so many bad fingering experiences, I'm like, I don't want to add that to anyone's list. Yeah. I'm better on my tongue. Yeah. We'll yeah. leave it there. Dirty nails. Um,
0: and yeah,
1: that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. It can be bad. And I've got a little notes in my phone that anytime after a shag, I'm like, right, here we go. And <laughs> I mean, we've got all sorts of names. I mean, I've shagged five people called David, for Christ's sakes. So yeah. we've got to differentiate all of them or I'll put like a little note to say what they did or... I can sometimes tell by the time it is, or the gangbang, or... Yeah, I just... I don't know, there's some on there that I look at, and I go, I don't know who the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like unspecified like, Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I, I, I'd i like to keep on top of it, because also, it makes for a really good, like, you know, never have I ever. Yeah. And I like, oh. Well,
0: and also the foundation for, like, a good autobiography in a few years. Oh, absolutely yeah like <laughs> people want to know like they had there is interest in that like there's a reason there's like you know myths and legends about swingers for ages you know it, it's a thing that people have interest in one of the myths i think it would be and you mentioned it a little while ago there that people think swingers are all really old like they're all you know, in their 70s or whatever they are and it's keys in a bowl and that kind of thing. Like, do you see a wide uh, age gap or or age variation, I suppose I should say, when you, when you go to the events?
1: Yeah, um, I am quite often the youngest or within the sort of youngest. Um, I think it tends to be people like between their 30s and 50s. Um, but, you know, you absolutely see people in their 20s. I would probably feel a little bit out of place if I was like 18, 19 um but then also sort of i wouldn't recommend it if it's like your your first sexual experience and it's a bit of a weird thing to say but you can tell who hasn't had that proper sex social socialization you know when people go oh well actually i lost my virginity a couple of months ago and now i'm in a swingers club you can kind of, they tend to be a little bit offbeat mm. um but no i think it, i mean i fuck someone who is 69 um i didn't 69 I'm with him um, oh, me, missed
0: opportunity
1: for a, um, an amazing dinner party anecdote there yeah I know um well I was on the sex swing um he told me my pussy was rather lovely oh, I
0: think. How polite! just pull me
1: a slag and be done with it um <laughs> you get all sorts yeah like you get people who are you know 60s 70s probably even 80s to be honest oh. um but the majority of people are yeah like between sort of about 25 to 55
0: Right. Okay. I mean, you mentioned there about, you know, people who didn't have that much experience and then going along. Like I would imagine given all the, not necessarily negotiations, because your negotiations were like, get over here. Um, But the <laughs> the emotional process of negotiation of like, is this what I actually really want? And, you know, am I enjoying this as you're checking in with yourself? So do you think that that emotional maturity comes with experience and it, like it has to be vital for a successful experience surely like is there a potential to get hurt if you don't have that emotional maturity
1: absolutely um I think even within myself I am I'm very curious about the way people fuck and so I will sometimes just fuck someone one time just to see what it's like and then I'm not necessarily interested again and that can come across as very cold and I of course I understand that absolutely but also you're watching me fuck lots of people in a night. I'm not building strong emotional connections with all of them. And it can be very difficult when you have or someone feels they've had great sex with someone to be able to separate the emotional side from it. Even now, I had to sort of, not take a long, a long look at myself, but have a reflection on what I constitute as intimate sex. Because, you know, I've had a partner who, you know, him and I were just fuck just us, just in a room no one else no cameras no nothing and it's very like non-performative there's no I don't need to make any extra noise I don't need to vocalize anything I don't need like I don't have to Um, whereas the sex in a swingers club can be very different and if you aren't in a position where you can separate the emotional side from the physical side then it can be really really damaging and even in myself sort of I got to about January time I mean I had a dip in my mental health anyway but I saw, I felt a little bit oversaturated with it all. And I was a bit like, I think I need to take just a bit of time, like whilst I'm finishing uni, just to focus on myself. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've gone right back into it. But <laughs> it be a little be, bit of me time yeah. is always good. And also, again, you find this with couples, both within clubs and outside of them, is that they can be on occasion a little bit like, oh, that was great, and then not have that, like, uh, what's the term? like aftercare almost. Mm, And so if you're not in a position where you can apply the aftercare to yourself and have that personal debrief, it can be really, you might just think that sex is just this like cold, emotionless thing. Mm. And then there's no fun to it. So yeah, you do have to be a little bit careful. Um, But, and I know like I'd sort of spoken to someone who had like lost his virginity within a year of sort of going into sex clubs. And he was like, oh, well, you know, it's nice because... I can just have sex and that's that. And it's like, that's wonderful. We love that for you. Of course we do. But are you making sure you're not doing any emotional damage to yourself whilst you're doing this? And also that sort of like responding to other people's things. I know if someone's about to come and I'm, if they, you know, their head's sort of between my legs to kind of get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Whereas they can be a little bit selfish and go, oh, well, it's all about me. I want this, I want that. And it's like, you need to be able to read other people's body language You know, I've had to tell people to get out the fucking way because I'm getting, like, railed by, like, to know tomorrow. Um, And, yeah, you can sort of see it. You you have to be a bit careful. But also, if you had just lost your virginity, you might not know to be careful, Yeah, Yeah. which I get. So it's, it's a difficult one. And you feel very rude going, oh, well, you shouldn't be here because that's not the point of swinging. The point of swinging is to be inclusive and to invite everyone in. But if you sort of met someone who... Had didn't have that much sexual experience, and then someone pointed out it would click as to why they sort of acted in the way they did. Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean that makes sense, you know, because it, it it is a lot. Like, sex is such a complex thing for a lot of people. So, the more I think, we can do that self reflection. I think is, is really important. And you were mentioning there about some people that you met before and stuff. Like, is it better for people if they get to build up a network? Say, like every Thursday, you're going into the club, and is is it essentially like friends with benefits, but just all at once, <laughs> basically?
1: I found it was better for me because I'm not that fuss about like going for drinks with people and then going off um and because I'm a big lover of casual sex anyway so that worked a lot better for me um but I know for some people I mean yeah you sort of, kind of just become friends with people and like the more you sort of get involved like I'm never really stood at the side just be it like by myself just being like ah oh, mm-hmm <laughs> I'm always in the middle of it and I'm only really talking to people when it's like I'm having a pint or having a break in between and it can be really nice and like I remember there was one night I think it was maybe it was in January or just after Christmas and I hadn't been for a while and I went in and everyone was like oh Hannah like it's so good to see you and I was it you can feel so welcoming um, but I know that for like some couples especially ones that have children it can be their social time as well. Yeah, so yeah, you can see that. Yeah. It, it just, it kind of, it kind of just depends on the person, really. Mm,
0: okay. Well, in order, like, we're coming to the end, but then, so obviously, <laughs> depending on the person, but what would your tips be for anyone who's curious about this world and want to go explore, but they're not sure how to get started?
1: Um, going on websites and apps like Fab Swingers, Pineapple, just so you can see what's going on. Um, because I had an account on Fab Swingers well before I went into a club, but I didn't really use it. And lots of people use it for networking afterwards. And if you're nervous about going, an event might be a best night because then there'll be lots of newbies, lots of people use event nights as a first time. So, and the people who run the events tend to be quite good at making sure people get included, things like that. So, and I don't mean find a friend if you can don't be an annoying one who's just like oh I can't do it take me that's that's never the way to approach it but you know if the person who took me hadn't taken me I would not have been here having fucked like half a Newcastle (laughs) (laughs) it's not as scary as you think like getting through the door is the hardest part
0: yeah which should that that's like most things isn't it it's just yeah I I suppose it's just because people you know in the course of your everyday life you don't walk through a swingers club like you'll go into Tesco or a shop or you know a park you're not normally in swingers clubs, so people I suppose don't know what it would look like I mean you know you may have an idea in your head of walking in and all of a sudden this body's all in front of you and you have to join in I think that's one of the big things actually like you know is there pressure on someone or can you just be like not tonight I'm just kind of feeling it out
1: or people going no you have to join in you're here oh no absolutely not i i offer because i know it can be easier to say yes than to ask but if someone's like oh no i'm just having a look all right no bother like it's it's not like that same rejection where you get like if you try and pull on a night out it's that very like you know if you want to be involved great come on over if you don't want to be involved you don't have to be you can just watch and i know you know lots of people when it's their first time they go oh it's just my first night i just want to watch and everyone is super nice about it and like you know when people are taking breaks, they will come and chat to you, see how you're feeling. Um, I mean, I know there's been a couple of newbies where people have said to me, "like go and break them in," and I'm like, "Come on, then. <laughs> like a horse." Uh, yeah, pretty much. And like, it can be nice. Like, I'm never, never forceful, absolutely not. But I'm like, oh, would you like to? Because sometimes that's what you, sometimes that's what you need—just someone to say you can, and then you go okay.
0: A, fr- so, a friendly face and other yeah. friendly body parts. Yeah. Pretty much. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Hannah, you're amazing. I just love how open you are about talking about this. And it's just this is exactly what sex needs openness and and communication and kindness. You've been very kind and compassionate to everyone throughout this. So that's that's what we love to see. Um where can people find you if they want to catch up with your adventures and this year's spreadsheet? Is there is there a plan
1: to showcase that? Absolutely. How can you even ask that? Um I'm Hannah Got the D on Twitter and instagram and top Shagger davies on tiktok perfect oh do you have a threads now is
0: that that thing i, I, just, <laughs> no, no. I couldn't be <laughs> off with of that <laughs> yeah it's not available in ireland yet so i don't need to worry fair. about it but yeah because you guys are out of europe so you, you can get it you're all right <laughs> okay so just <laughs> twitter and instagram for now so fabulous and when would you be thinking of putting out your spreadsheet when you're doing it this year
1: be uh either start of january or end of december depending right. on how hungover i am yeah um, and how yeah. well the thing is is that that last minute swingers club i mean that's what i did last year i went on like the 29th of december so i was like oh yeah, get those year's last Eve. numbers in and yeah. um, so something for your new year's day hangover <laughs> yeah I'll get it out then in your pajamas
0: <laughs> watching tv yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> no worries um hannah
0: you've been fab thank you so much for coming on today always um and if you want to get in touch about the podcast it's twitter and instagram is West. you can find me on the tortoise shack website as well and we're part of the tortoise shack network of podcasts where you can find tons of podcasts about politics culture society and tons and more so yeah i look forward to next week um I don't normally talk this much about swinging in in one week um but we'll figure out something to talk about next week as well and take care of yourselves and see you later